Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hi there. It's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this very special episode of True Crime and Cocktails. We're so glad that you're here. This, of course, is Holiday Hoot Nanny 3, Tokyo Drift, <laughs> a.k.a. our third annual Holiday Hoot Nanny episode. Christy Oxborough, how you feeling over there? Uh, I'm feeling a little rustly. Uh, my, my tentacles are a bit rustled. Um, you're a bit Russell Russell branding. You're, you're they rustling? are a little filled with uh, they're filled with those air things, so it's uh, very rustly over here. Um, but I could not be happier uh, that Tokyo Drift made it into the title. Listen, I'm I've become obsessed with it. I won't let it go. I think it's a funny bit, and it is what it is. And if we get a cease and yeah. desist letter, so be it. Then I say we're doing something right. Is it weird to say? I think I'd be honored. Oh, I'd be damn honored. Are you kidding me? If yeah. we got onto the radar of the fast and or furious movie franchise oh, people, yeah. come on. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm all here for it. Now, for those who are watching yeah. as opposed to viewing, uh, you've obviously noticed that we're mid-cosplay season, um, as is want to do. Mm-hmm. And we started dressing up as characters from Love Actually last year for the Hootenanny. Yeah. Um, and we last year, of course somehow in in secret from each other managed to choose the same character which was the little spider-man boy from the yes. the nativity play this year christy has gone with something i did also think about but then i was like i just don't have the time she is of course the child uh dressed as the octopus um mm-hmm. from the nativity of course in that iconic scene with hugh grant and i don't know the woman's name that's terrible uh, but they're driving in the back seat, and the the little boy and the octopus costumes in the center. And then I yeah. have opted to play uh, the little boy 
um, in the scene with Liam Neeson where uh, it's like, we need Kate and we need Leo and we need them now. Uh, thank you very much for letting me do that accent. Um, and uh, I've I've recreated his pajama look, which again, a much simpler costume than what Christie's chosen, uh, but, but a lot of love. Still, a lot of love is going to do it. And I bet in this moment, you're quite comfortable. I'm at a, probably a 12 out of 10 in the comfort zone situation. Yeah. yeah. And I'd yeah. say at a 10, you're maybe sitting at, what, a two? <laughs> if I'm lucky. <laughs> yeah. My my big concern is that I'm that I'm, I'm like, don't move too much because then it'll just rustle into your microphone and that'll be a goddamn nightmare. Don't Kurt rustle into the microphone. Every I won't let the rustle pun. <laughs> I like that a lot. Now, I got to yeah. ask you, because as, yeah. as people know, the one show a year where Christy does seem to toot toot, get on the booze train is, of course, the Hootenanny. Um, yeah. What you drinking over there? Uh, well, I was going to do a cocktail, but I'm going to tell you, this costume ate some time. Sure. <laughs> this costume ate a lot of sure my time uh, in the last week. It's It's been a nightmare and a joy. Um, so I've done uh, a Mike's Hard Red Freeze. Oh. But I decided to put two of them in a jumbo mug. Oh my word, that's so large. That's what I've opted for, and I because I need the straw because this costume is no joke. Oh no! I watched her try and drink out of a out of a water bottle earlier, and it was uh, it was it was troubling to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. Oh yeah. Now I have created a cocktail. Hey, look at you! How about it? Uh, first of all, I want you to know I have put it in. I believe you got me this, didn't you? Didn't you get me this festive cup? I mean, it looks familiar, but I don't know. I think you did. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so what are we starting with? Well, yeah. the answer is we're having a little visit from George. That's right. George Clooney's Casamigos Tequila. Uh, this is the Resposado? Reposado. Reposado. Excuse me. Mm. Um, mm. We're not getting paid by these people. Uh, this is just me telling you what I'm using because I am not a connoisseur, but this specific tequila is very vanilla-y in flavor as opposed to, you know, yeah, it's really nice. If, if Again, not getting paid. I just am a fan of the product. That is the, the God's honest truth. And if George mm. wants to send me a case of it for free... Far be it from me to say no. Anyway, so I, I love like, that I'm, you went with a case. Well, I mean, aim high. You know, ask it's for easier a case, to get ship. a bottle. Get a bottle. Yeah, you know, that's a good call. Good call. Um, but so basically, what I have done here, it is kind of a variation on the scoot, the Cran Sparkle oh, scoot. Oh yeah, yeah. But it is a variation. So there is there's some differences here that are very important. So like I said, this is very vanilla in flavor, and I was like, oh, what what better way to make a Christmassy winter cocktail, right? Sure. So what I have added. And I kind of freewheeled it. I wasn't – again, I was creating this on the fly and of tasting course. as I went. So the exact measurements are a little bit off. But I'd say probably, you know, a shot of the the, the tequila there. Then probably the, the equivalent of maybe two shots of cranberry juice. Oh, so okay. it's So it's a little bit red. So it is red. So not just a kiss of it, but enough so that it's red. Okay. Uh, the lime of half a lime. I limed half a whole, a whole bunch of – I want fresh lime juice and I want yep. a lot of it. Yep. Then I filled the rest of it. I, oh, I poured that. You'll also love this. I poured that all over ice. Now, I don't have a, sh my shaker, my cocktail shaker broke. I get stuck. It, it's permanently stuck is the point. So I need to get a new one. Oh. Uh, so what did I do? I MacGyvered it. Of course In a cup. I filled a cup with ice. 
And so I've poured these three things in. I poured the tequila in, or I didn't yeah. put the the the. I poured the tequila in, the cranberry juice, and the and the lime juice over a few, full thing of ice. And then I, instead yeah. of shaking, I just stirred it because I was like, "What else do I do?" And then I took a funnel because those ice cubes are too big to fit through there. And I just poured it through the funnel into my my cup. And I was like, "What a what a renegade! Look at you!" So then I topped the, the rest of the way with ginger ale because I didn't want to stir. Of I didn't want to get rid of the fizz, right? Took a sip and I thought, there's something this needs. There's mm-hmm. something this needs. Now I know, dear listeners, you're going to think I'm crazy. Let me rephrase that. Anyone not from Canada is going to think I'm crazy. But the Canadians are going to go, oh, yeah. What did I add? Just a drop, a dollop yeah. of extra dark, pure maple syrup. <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. <laughs> Lauren, there's already cranberry juice, ginger ale. This thing is going to be way too sweet. It's not. With the, the the again, the vanilla flavor of that tequila, mm-hmm. it needed mm-hmm. a little something to kind of pair with it. And again, just a kiss of it, like the, the tiniest little drop, perfection. Oh, I love now, this for you. Thank you kindly. Now, I know what you're thinking. What are you naming this thing? I took a sip of it and out loud to no one in my home, I went, that's smooth. So then I thought, smooth operator. And then I thought, who's the smoothest operator I know? Harry Styles. So you know what I'm calling this cocktail? Mm-hmm. A Mary mm-hmm. Harry. Oh, I like that. <laughs> A Mary Harry. A Mary Harry. I How about it? I couldn't be happier with the journey you just took. Uh, yep. Because if you had asked me to name it, I, I can't get George out of my head. Sure. Since, since you mentioned it. So I was like, George... I'm like, oh, and then she added maple syrup. So like, ego my George? That doesn't work. Ego my am, George. I'm out of my mind. I'm surrounded I, by paint fumes <laughs> and I'm oh, underslept. Yeah. So I'm I'm out of my mind. Yeah, I'm gonna have to ask that you're gonna take that hat off at some point, <laughs> that helmet off at some point, just for your own safety, your own health and yeah, safety. Yeah, every time I move, like it moves and then it hits me in the head. Uh, so yes, I my my goal was to make it to the first break, but I I might not. <laughs> Listen, we'll see next year. Go for comfort. Most people are listening. This is a, a predominantly audio medium, so most people are listening to this. Yeah. Well, I'm writing the note. Twenty twenty three. Hoot nanny. Go for comfort. Yeah. If it makes you feel any better. The only, and I mean, listen, it's nowhere near as bad as what you're going through, but this yeah. wig, it's it's with the cans over the wig. It's just oh, so itchy on my ears. I so bet. I, I'm going to be honest, this wig might come off sooner than later. And I, it wouldn't be a hoot nanny if we weren't stripping down. Typically, it's only Christy stripping, <laughs> but yeah. maybe this is the year I join you. Oh, I get that. I get that because I think we can only go so far. Yeah. You know? I do know. And it just is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. But, dear listeners, uh, we hope that you're uh, tucked in, ready to go, whether you're on a commute right now or at your home. I don't know what you're doing. It's not my business what you're doing with your life. But we hope you're tucked in because we're about to take you on a wild ride that has a little bit of everything, starting yeah. with some Christmas true crime. Yeah. What you got over there? Well, it's not going to be at all what you think. I can't wait. And you're like... You said it was Christmas true crime, Christy. That's exactly what I think. Well, it is with a twist. Okay. So, 
I wanted to bring something true crime for this episode. So, I have chosen four Christmas movies, and I'm going to list the crimes that occur in each one. <laughs> That's amazing. Now, it goes without saying, because I'm going to talk about these movies, there are going to be spoilers for those who haven't seen them, but all of these came out in the 80s and 90s, so I feel like it's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's not like I'm talking about something brand brand new. Yeah. Um, and now... I know I'm going to get a lot of heat for this first selection because people are going to be like, you said Christmas. That's not Christmas. It said it Christmas. <laughs> so let me have it. Is it Die Hard? It is Die Hard. Yeah. Yes. It's a, I'm sorry. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. And I know I that Bruce Willis went to some award place, award place. That's, he was on an award show and he, was like, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. And I was like, blasphemy, Bruce. It is. Listen, he's going through he's going through a rough a rough bout right now. Oh, now so, I'll, I'll give him that. But, but then Bruce, let the people want let the people have what they have. Let the people yes. like what they like for the reasons they like it. Yes. Uh so Die Hard came out in 1988. It's set in Los Angeles, California, and stars Bruce Willis Bonnie Bedelia, Alan Rickman, and Reginald Vell Johnson. Oh, and he's uh, good. He's he good in is. it. He is. He can play a cop like nobody's business. Yeah. Uh, brief summary. I tried to make these the summaries as brief as possible. Some of them, I think I went too far with the wording. Not for length, but either way. Uh, NYPD Detective John McClane flies across the country to try and reconcile with his estranged wife, Holly at her work Christmas party. However, before John gets the chance, everyone in the building gets taken hostage by German radical Hans Gruber, leaving John as their only hope. As their so, Obi-Wan Kenobi. There it is. Help me, Obi-Wan so, Kenobi. You're my only hope. Anyway. Well, I, if nothing else, I know very little about Star Wars, but I have heard that. Well, that's nice. That's See, that's something. I just wanted to make um, sure. Of course. So, John McClane's crimes, specifically. <laughs> one count of vandalism for throwing a dead body from the building to get the attention of the police, which resulted in the destruction of a cop car, which would be a felony since the amount was greater than $400. <laughs> Isn't McClane. there also... Okay, I'm going to let you yeah. finish. I'm going to let you finish and then I'll, I'll add. Yep. Sure. Uh, John McClane would also have one attempt, one count of attempted murder and another count of vandalism for dropping an explosive device down an elevator shaft to take out some henchmen, which again would be greater than $400, making it a felony. Um, was it specifically John's crimes you wanted to talk about? Uh, well, I, w I just wanted to add that if he was yeah. throwing a dead body, I do believe there would be... Um Desecration of a corpse? Yeah, that's oh, I'm Googling maybe. now. I'm like, what's the official? But yeah, I think it is desecration or, or tampering with a body. Um, and, you know, throwing one, I feel like, would probably be... It would be up there. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's the penalty? I'm just trying to see if it was a... Of course. If it was a felony or not. It would be too much of a deep dive. But anyway, I offer you that. Oh, well, this is why... Uh this is why we do this. <laughs> yes, it is. 100%. This is why we do this. Uh, then we move on to Hans Gruber's crimes. Wow. 
Uh, one count of attempted aggravated robbery for trying to steal $640 million in negotiable bonds. One count of use of an explosive device for setting off bombs on the roof of the building. One count of providing false information to a police officer because he lies to John McClane about his identity. That's right. Two counts of conspiracy to commit murder for telling his henchmen to kill the security guard and telling them to shoot the armored police vehicle. Two counts of first-degree murder for fatally shooting two innocent men, even if one was a complete dick. <laughs> two counts of attempted murder for trying to shoot McLean twice. Yes. And 30 counts of false imprisonment for forcibly trapping the partygoers in the building. Great point. Yeah. Um, and that brings me to movie number two. Well, listen, very very quickly, I yes. just have two, two quick thoughts. One- yeah. Think about it that it's like, this is the way I'll get my my estranged wife back. I'll go to her work Christmas party. Like, I feel like yeah. I want to say to her, like, aim higher. You know what I mean? Like, he he should be, he should be so lucky to to attend that party with you. Like, yeah, maybe he should have been. I don't know. Like, making a grander gesture to begin with. Now, granted, I understand that sure. it turned into a pretty grand gesture because it was, of course, him trying to uh, infiltrate a group of terrorists taking over. But you know what I mean? Oh, there's a reason that marriage didn't work out. Thank you. And then my final po my final thought is just that uh, I have a view of Nakatomi Plaza from my uh, current workplace uh, on the nice. Fox lot in Culver City, California. Um, you can see the building that was in the movie. That's all. I think that's nice. Thank you. Um. Oh God. The the other three. Everyone will agree are Christmas movies, so I think I'm safe. Okay. So, number two, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Hell Released yeah. in 1989, story is set in Chicago, Illinois, starring Chevy Chase, the amazing Beverly D'Angelo, Juliette Lewis, Johnny Galecki, and Randy Quaid. I could not shout enough from the rooftops about Beverly D'Angelo. Oh, yeah. Brief summary. The story follows the Griswold family and Clark Griswold's insatiable desire to have the perfect old-fashioned family Christmas, despite the many obstacles placed in front of him. Simple and to the point. Love it. So, Clark Griswold's crimes. One count of financial institution fraud for writing a check knowing he didn't have enough money in his bank account to cover it. Yeah. Uh, one count of criminal damage of property for sending a tree through his neighbor's window. <laughs> yes. Uh, he had a, an electrical code violation for the excessive amount of extension cords plugged into one socket. And now, while heading to get the Griswold family Christmas tree, Clark has multiple moving violations while driving. When they get there, they go so far off the lot that the whole family might be guilty of trespassing. I think that that's probably true. And if they were on private property, they could be found against the wrongful tree cutting act, which is cutting a tree you do not have full legal right to cut. So something to keep in mind when cutting trees with your family this holiday season. Well, but with I a try to turn thank, it into that. Thank you so much. I will also yeah. just say, but with a good lawyer, he might be able yeah. to get out of that one because he didn't technically cut it down. He did dig it up. He ripped that. <laughs> he ripped it from the ground. You're right. You're right. 
With a good lawyer. Uh, you never know. You're right. You're right. Uh, Cousin Eddie's crimes. <laughs> Lengthy. Lengthy. Cousin Eddie empties the chemical toilet from his RV into the storm sewer. Section 21 of the Illinois Environmental Protection Act prohibits the open dumping of waste. Also, dumping garbage, rubbish, refuse, or trash on someone else's property without their consent is a misdemeanor. Oh. Uh, there's also an animal attack and potentially liable for civil damages when Cousin Eddie's dog jumps up on Margot. Clark may also be on the hook as the incident occurred in his home. Can I just say we can't gloss over you just casually dropping section 21 of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of the Illinois Environmental Protection Act? Thank you so much. Again, I just want to remind everyone, like, the level of research that this woman goes to, even for a bit, <laughs> is incredible. It's Look, I was like, you know what? Let's find something true crimey. Um, but I had done, like, a bunch of, like, Santa-related crimes in the Santa... Uh, bank robbery episode, and then more of them in the Patreon episode we did after. So I'm like, what's another kind of Christmas crime? And then I was like, ah, uh, I don't, I found a lot that were like, guy dressed as Santa murdered his whole family. Like I found that, but I was like, that's not, that's other episode. That's not Hootenanny. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I didn't want to bring up horrific murder, but like of course. movie murder, that's different. Hell yeah. You know, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, this, uh, this, this adds, this is more Tokyo Drift. This is Tokyo Drift style podcasting and I'm here for it. I want you to know I've had three slugs out of this cocktail of and I'm course. like, <laughs> two hoot, two nanny. Well, I'm living for it. Uh, Cousin Eddie would also be on the count for one count of kidnapping for abducting Clark's boss from his own home. Then we have miscellaneous crimes that occur in the movie. One count of battery to Margot for punching Todd in the face. Yep. Even if it was something we all like to see. Yep. Uh, one count of animal cruelty to Aunt Bethany for unknowingly wrapping her cat as a present. Mm -hmm. And one count of criminal mischief for Uncle Lewis for lighting the sewer on fire. Yeah. So there's that. Moving on to you, movie three. You love that I'm like, I won't let you, I just won't let you go. I'm like, I, but I got something... I got something to add about this very serious... Uh, Look, I will pause at the end of each one because I think that's necessary. <laughs> Do you think that Eddie would get a yeah. double charge of kidnapping but also false imprisonment? Interesting. Because, and my question is, I wonder what you have to do to somebody in order for it to count as false imprisonment. I mean, they let him out of the cuffs pretty quickly after he gets to the house. Right. But it's, yeah, I don't know how long you have to specifically keep someone in order for right. it to be also false imprisonment. Because uh, I know kidnapping is taking them to a secondary location. Of course. Well, listen to this. Yeah. False imprisonment generally refers to the confinement of a person without the consent of such person or without legal authority. For example, if a person wrongfully prevents another from leaving a room or a vehicle when that person wants to leave, it is false imprisonment. Oh. So I think that that's a double charge, baby. I could see that. Yep. Not allowing them to leave when they want to. That's, that's, all, that's all it takes. So there you go. 
Bam. I think that makes sense. I think he'd be good charged with both. Anyway, I'm glad we're having this very serious talk about Cousin Eddie's crimes. <laughs> this is making me happier than you know. <laughs> Look, this is the whole point of this. And also, I think I think Eddie's, I mean, I, I'm fascinated to know Eddie's other crimes. Because they're, you know he's got a history. Well, I will remind you, there is a reference. Don't forget the rubber sheets and the gerbils. Right. So he could also get another animal cruelty charge potentially. Um, yeah. Based on based on what he's doing with those gerbils, but then she could she was a part of that too. She seemed to be a willing participant. She was willing, but the gerbils were not. <laughs> and she could get some sort of uh, crime for what she did to that turkey. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, where I'm at. And let's not even start about the fashion crimes that were committed by Eddie. You know what I'm saying? Him in that so tight white sweater, mm-hmm. drinking eggnog, like he turns my stomach, that man. They couldn't yep. have cast anyone else. Nope. They couldn't have. That there's an oh, RV. Uh, we've got movie number three, Home Alone. Nice. Released in 1990, set in Chicago, Illinois, starring Macaulay Culkin, Catherine O'Hara, another gem that I'm obsessed with, uh, John Hurd, Joe Pesci, and Daniel Stern. The McAllister family heads to Paris for Christmas, only to discover that they left their youngest son, Kevin, at home alone. But things aren't all fun and games for Kevin, as soon he must defend his home against two bumbling burglars. Nice. (laughs) I like alliteration. She does. So, Kevin's crimes. One count of possession of a firearm uh, for shooting one of the bandits with a BB gun. Yep. One count of theft for walking out of a store with a toothbrush he didn't pay for. Yep. Accident or not. Uh, When defending his home from burglars, Kevin commits assault, battery, intentional infliction of emotional distress one is entitled to defend their home and property by use of reasonable force but they may never use deadly force which i'm assuming would include a paint can to the face yeah or like an iron or a blowtorch or many of the things uh that he does so then we have harry and marv's crimes yeah one count of possession of a stolen vehicle because they're seen driving in a stolen van right out the gate. One count of dangerous driving and stalking, because they almost hit Kevin with their van, then proceed to follow him down the street. Yeah. One count of attempted burglary for trying to break into the McAllisters. One count of child endangerment for exposing Kevin to situations likely to produce serious injury or death, such as hanging the child from a door and threatening to bite off his fingers hitting and threatening to hit him with an iron and threatening to set his head on fire. Attempted voluntary manslaughter. That's taking another's life in the heat of passion. Who knows what would have happened if that neighbor hadn't stepped in. Yeah. Uh, several counts of burglary for breaking into houses in the McAllister's neighborhood and several counts of criminal damage for leaving the water taps on. Yeah. Uh, There's also one count of impersonating a police officer to Marv for pretending to be a cop when he first scopes out the McAllister house, which is when he also adds one count of conspiracy to burgle. (laughs) And burgle is easily one of my favorite words, because 
how do you not feel so much joy just saying the word burgle? Like it doesn't sound real. I love but it. It's very funny to me. Uh, miscellaneous crimes that occur in the movie. One count of child neglect to the McAllisters for leaving Kevin behind. Two counts of criminal damage to little Nero's pizza driver for knocking over the statue every time he goes to the house. And I didn't have the chance to look it up. I know you've seen this movie more recently than I have. Yeah. Did the airport shuttle also knock over that statue? That I is thought correct. they did. Yeah. That is one count of criminal damage to the airport shuttle driver for also knocking over the statue. And can I also Malone you'd like to add? I'm so sorry, but yes. Why are you sorry? This is why we do this. It's a back and forth. I do believe yes that the polka band probably was violating some laws by putting that many human beings in the back of a cube van. I don't oh, think you're I don't allowed think to do that. I don't think you can put anybody back there. I don't think you're supposed to. No. So oh, there's that. The and then band. sweet Catherine O'Hara, I know a desperate mother. Listen, I I get it, but yeah. I don't know that it's legal. Maybe it would have been then. I don't know that it would have been legal. She was trying to 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 scam, well not scam. Make a barter to get the that ticket from the yes. older woman. Yes, and then she does in the end. She gets the ticket, but I don't know that that's legal. You can't like I I feel like there's sure. got to be some some laws that are being broken there. Why is it that when I think of that movie, I remember she's got lots of earrings, dangly ones. <laughs> why why is that stuck in my head? I don't know. That's a that core elderly memory. gentleman resonates with me for some You know, reason. the other thing, too, is I was thinking this because I did watch this movie very recently. At yes. the very end, she gets home and she she's there. And he, of course, is like, oh, thank God. Like, mom's home. This is great. And yeah. then the whole family rolls in, like, not 30 seconds later. And he's like, oh, we took that flight you didn't want to take. And I was like, that, for me, it's like, was it worth all the – I guess it is. I guess maybe the, that, you know, 30 to 45 she seconds. To, she, had she had to alone feel – I think yep. she had to feel like she did absolutely everything possible. She did. But she also, did. not the time, hon. Not the time. No. If I have been through hell to yeah. get home, yeah. I do not want to hear you say. Don't remind me. Don't remind me. I took me. that flight. You could have been hanging out at home. She also wouldn't have met that polka band and the lovely John Candy. I'm also convinced, and I need to look this up to see if it's true. Yeah. I laughed so hard at his bit about like, oh, forgot my son at a funeral though once. Oh. Uh, he was left alone with the body all day. But you know, he was okay once he started talking six to seven weeks later. It's so funny. I'm convinced it was improvised. I feel like that whole oh, it has run to be, right? has to have been. Because there was a sparkle in her eye in that moment too as he was talking that I was like, yeah. not that she broke character. She didn't at all. But I think just because I know what that feels like when someone's going on a very funny run that I was sure. looking at her and I was like, I think this was, this was improvised in the moment. Again, I, I love look the up. idea. Well, with the amount that, um, Oh my God, how am I blanking on his name? John Hughes? Yes. The amount that he worked with John Candy. Yes. I could absolutely see him being like, I need you for this bit. I'm not going to give you a script. Oh, totally. Just go for it. Or just like, well, like me, it's like, oh, I'll get it as scripted once and then I'm going to do whatever I want. <laughs> I like that. I yeah. like that. Well, I think this may have inspired me uh, to watch Home Alone in the next few days. You should. You know what? I, I honestly like. Year. I love it. I, I, I do too. You know what? I'm late to it though. Because I watched it as a kid or whatever, but but I've only watched it 
a couple times over the past few years, and it really sure. is, it holds up. It's really, again, it that does. whole John Candy bit made me laugh out loud so hard. So good. Yeah. So good. Oh, 100%. Uh, that brings us to our final movie, number four, Jingle All the Way. Oh, wow. Yep. 1996, set in Minneapolis and St. Paul, Minnesota, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sinbad, and Phil Hartman. A brief summary, on Christmas Eve, two dads compete to find a Turbo Man action figure for their respective sons, but the toy is a hot ticket item, and it seems to be sold out everywhere. This movie was made with the thought of, like, um, the Tickle Me Elmo and the, the Cabbage Patch craze. Right. That occurred years ago when they were when it was, like, the one hot ticket item. I don't think there's really the one hot ticket item anymore. I think there's multiple. Yeah. But like there are some things where it's like, oh, God, it's impossible to find that. But I don't recall there being like one specific toy you can't find anywhere. <laughs> well, do you remember last year? Uh, around us and those this, brands? Yeah. And us mm-hmm. going and we couldn't find like we went into it. We didn't know how big we'd get into mini brands. And then we, so we bought some. We went back. They were yeah. completely sold out. We were digging around, and there was a dad looking for them. And then we were like, and he was like, "Oh, they're sold out everywhere." And we're like, "Yeah, the kids, oh, the kids." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, when we, we, were, we tried to like, oh, the kids are so disappointed, right? Ooh. So tough to so hard. be a parent of the kid who likes these. So hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fact that I also purchase mini brands today. That's a year. That's a year of our lives that I think is nice. That's nice. I'm going to say this. I'm going to put this a pin in this uh, uh, to complain. Yeah. So I follow or we follow uh, 7-Eleven. Of course. Because I I am at their building almost daily. I'm at their building so many times a week it's criminal. And so uh, it's just they did a post about mini brands, the newest right. season. And they were like, I wonder if we'll get any 7-Eleven merch. I'm like, I don't think there's any 7-Eleven merch in it. And so they open four little things because it's there's five in them that you can open. They open four and it's the same kind of things that I've had, except one of them is that little jug of Sunny D, which I've been, it's just been out of my grasp and that's yeah. driving me crazy, but it's fine. Then they open the fifth one and it's this adorable tiny little slurpee and i know it's just a bit that they're doing but i don't like being played with 7-eleven because i would like to have that tiny little slurpee in my collection yeah i absolutely want that it's it's just upsetting don't play with people's emotions some of us get very invested in these things yes yes well and i want you to know i did see they have so many well of all the ones I saw, I think I only saw the, I saw some of the Disney ones. I saw some of the, um, the fashion ones. I don't think I saw any of the series four or the foodie ones. So maybe mini brands continue to be the hot ticket item that I don't realize they are. But you know what I saw a ton of that I was going to buy for you, but I held off. The Gold Rush toys. Mm. I would have. They are seventeen ninety eight. Don't do it. We like, can't start another one. Not at that price 17. point. Seventeen. <laughs> well, thank you for price point, 
But like 17 just feels like. Yeah, oh, that's too much. Remember when they were nine and we were like, nine seems like a lot. Well, 17. Remember when they were nine a year ago? I know it's too much. You're right. I spoke too soon. There is. They are the hot ticket item. There you go. They are the hot ticket item. There you go. Ah, so jingle all the way. First, we've got Myron's crimes. Myron played by Sinbad. One count of arson or planting a bomb because he pretended to have a bomb in order to gain access to the radio station. It turned out that he actually did have a bomb. He didn't realize it was real. He just went along with it, pretending it was real. And then it turns out it was. So, so sorry, Sinbad. Yeah. That's, uh, that is arson. Uh, one count of false imprisonment and theft for crashing the parade, tying up the actor who is supposed to play Dementor, who is Turbo Man's uh, nemesis, then stealing the outfit and taking his place in the parade so he can steal the limited edition Turbo Man figure. Then Myron has three counts of assault or grievous bodily harm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, one, for spraying mace at Howard while fighting over lottery numbers. Two, for choking a woman in a store lineup or queue for our international friends. Uh, and three, for hitting Howard with a bag and causing him to fall over. Then we have Howard's crimes. Burglary, criminal damage, theft, and arson for breaking into his neighbor's house to steal their son's Turbo Man and accidentally setting the neighbor's house on fire in the process. Uh, he has a driving violation for knocking over a police motorcycle with his car. Oh, moving on. One count of fraud for pretending to be the actor who plays Turbo Man at the parade, because, of course, like Myron, he wants to get on that float and try and steal that limited edition toy. One count of criminal damage and animal cruelty for punching a reindeer. Don't recall that one, but it's not one that I watch every year. I'll admit that. I've only seen it once. I think I've only seen it once as well. And not as a child. I did not. I saw it as an adult that was Same. like, oh, I've never seen that. Uh, two counts of assault for fighting multiple Santas. Um, Howard was the first to land a blow, specifically with a jumbo candy cane. Uh, so that would get him the assault charge. Um, he also attacked Myron in a phone booth. Uh, four counts of criminal damage, one for punching and destroying a life-size Turbo Man, one for breaking the glass at the uh, studio, one for destroying a phone in a phone booth, and one for knocking over a police motorcycle. There's also miscellaneous crimes such as unknown counts of fraud to the toy store for doubling the price of Turbo Man on Christmas Eve, which oh. is dirty. Yeah. Dirty. Like, look, if if someone was selling mini brands out of the back of a van last year <laughs> at twice the price, we, we absolutely would have been on Craigslist. Getting I would have been like, info. do I need to pay for this in cash? I'll get cash. Yeah. 100%. We got to a point of desperation that was like, should we leave hours early for the airport just to make a couple of stops? Yeah. 100%. Yeah, that's where we're at. Uh, and finally, one count of assault to Howard's son for kicking Myron. There you go. Yeah. 
So reporting for this Tokyo Drift, <laughs> once again, I'm Christmas Oxborough. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. Listen, I don't have a lot to add for that one because, again, I'm not that sure. familiar with it. But I will just say I was once on a flight with Sinbad. Hey! <laughs> that's kind of fun. I was doing, uh, what's that? That's fun. It's fun. I was doing press, uh, I want to say in New York. And so I was, uh, the ticket was paid for. I was in the front of the plane. God bless it. Uh, I was chatting with everyone's favorite heartthrob, Sterling K. Brown, uh, <laughs> who was in the row in front of me, in front of, of me. Of course. And then who comes on the plane but Sinbad. Uh, and then those two started chatting. And I was like, what is my life? This is insane. <laughs> that is a uh, standing there w- being privy to a conversation between Sinbad and Sterling K. Brown is kind of wild very wild surreal uh and i just you know slowly sat back down into my chair and uh that was what it was well listen christmas oxborough what a fabulous kickoff to holiday hoot nanny three tokyo drift um we're gonna take a quick break get get another drink hit the can and we're gonna be back with so much fucking christmas joy you're gonna even gonna know what to do with it (laughs) so we'll see, see you shortly That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome back to Holiday Hoot Nanny 3 Tokyo Drift. Before the break, we were uh, going through some really fun. Uh, I, I can't stop laughing with that whenever I say it. I'm just really forcing it, I think. Um, it gives me going. a lot of joy. What I love is that if we ever did get a season desist, we'd have to go through the episode and like boop every time I mention it. To me, they should be so lucky that we're mentioning them yeah. for free as many times as we are. Both them and George Clooney. George, if you're listening, a big, big fan of your product. Can you imagine if George Clooney listened to this show? What a laugh. Anyway. Um, I would love to believe that Amal does, but I doubt it. I think well, that's asking too much. I want you to know I got a glass of white wine in the half also. Still have yeah. some of my cocktail and a glass of water, and I feel like I'm drunker than you, and that doesn't feel right. Oh, I it would it would make my life to all of a sudden have <laughs> Hoot, hoot, over there. You know what I mean? Look, I can't. Yeah. I can't do this. I can't do this. Anyway, I've also stripped down to a wig cap. Uh, I've yeah. taken off the robe. I'm basically um, Robin Williams as he's transitioning into Mrs. Doubtfire in uh, the movie Mrs. Doubtfire. There you go. All right. Yeah. Now, 
Coming in, again, before the break, we had a fun Christmas true crime involving Christmas movies. Now, I don't know how you want me to intro this because I don't want to give anything away. I don't know if you have some sort of jazzy intro or whatnot, but I throw I it back not. to you. I have no Christmas intro Oxborough. whatsoever. <laughs> um, okay. Well, yeah. Um, I, I assume we're going based on that. So, look, I have often mentioned my love of Hallmark and Hallmark festive films. Amen. Um, and sometimes not just Hallmark. Sometimes uh, sometimes Lifetime throws out a decent one. I just, I like holiday films. So, I often mention them, and I mention people who are specifically in Hallmark movies. I mention my favorite actors and actresses as my Hallmark darlings. Of course. I have no reason for it. I think it might have started around last Hootenanny, but... For whatever reason, I have a list. Um, nobody has asked. <laughs> Just to be clear, nobody has asked. But this... <laughs> and the weird thing is, one is my top 19, one is my top 17. I could not take two away from one, and I couldn't add two to the other. I just couldn't make it work. I like that for you. Uh, and you might be surprised, but it's my top 19... Female darlings. I had Wonderful. more female I interests, Hallmark-wise, than I did the males. God bless it. I don't work well with the males. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's Mrs. Doubtfire again. God. Yes. Oh, yes. God, that's a And again, play. you know, problematic mm. jokes that uh, we can't make now, but uh, no. again, there is a, of course, a soft spot for that film. Of course. Uh, so... Females, I put them in alphabetical order based on their last name. Of course you did. Just for ease. And I didn't want to stress myself out by putting them in order. So, Rachel Boston, Hillary Burton, Aaron Cahill. <laughs> yes, I'm just going to literally <laughs> list these 19 women. <laughs> Lacey Chabert. Taylor Cole. Oh, I'm a sucker for Taylor Cole. <laughs> Brooke Dorsey. Nikki DeLoach, Meredith Hagner, Melissa Joan Hart, Jana Kramer, Jen Lilly, Danica McKellar, Tia and Tamara Mowry. I would like it stated I do have them listed separately as I know they are two separate entities. Thank you for not, that. You know, one. I just was lazy and said them together. Allison Sweeney, Jody Sweeten, Jill Wagner, who <coughs> Jill Wagner. God, I love her. She's just so relaxed, and there's something about her that it just she makes it look easy, even when I know it's not. Uh, Ashley Williams and Alicia Witt. And I'm going to say this. You, you notice who's not on that list? Candace Cameron. For yeah, a reason. Yeah, she can just go away. Yes. I'd like you to know I wrote down, Taylor Cole seems to be a real favorite of hers. Yes. Wait, Jill Wagner also. <laughs> I like that I yeah. write notes like I talk. It's ridiculous. I Oh, it's just, it's how it's done. Why wouldn't you? Um, mm -hmm. I just, look, I don't know why, but for some reason, I just, if I see that they've done a movie, I'm like, that's going to get bumped to the top. Huh. It's like Lacey Chabert. I'm like, bump it to the top. Yeah, she's cute. Yes. Any of these people, I will watch their movie over anybody else's. I like, like that. If I look and it's none of these women, I go, eh. And it gets put to the back because I just don't have the time. 
Then I've got my top 17 male darlings. The fact that I don't have hundreds is shocking. Yeah. But it is what it is. Because for some of these, it's not about looks. I can't it's about wait. how they make me feel. <laughs> <laughs> the way you make they, me feel. They are absolutely what you want in a in a Hallmark type man. And I live for it. Yeah. So David Alpay is someone I'm fucking obsessed with and I don't know why and I don't think he did one this year. And it's crushing. Crushing. Like, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> I'm devastated. I'm so, so sorry. Oh, fine. my God. It's fine. You think it's fine. And then you realize it and you say it out loud and you're like, I really am sad about that. Anyhow. <sighs> Jonathan Bennett, Wes Brown, Robert Buckley, Bobby Campo, David Hayden Jones. <laughs> From Supernatural, From dear Supernatural, listeners. Supernatural, do love him. Uh, Tyler Hines, Mario Lopez, Steve Lund. I am obsessed with Steve Lund. I watched, um, I think it came out last year. Uh, but I watched it this year for the first time, Single All the Way. Oh. It has uh, Jennifer Coolidge in it, uh, who I adore. And Steve Lund was in it for a very brief moment, and I screamed out that he was in it. And you know what? What a delight that film was. Did but. you know he's six foot three? Steve Lund? <laughs> <laughs> According to the internet, yeah. Because I'm just pulling up, you know, if you're if you're pausing on someone, I'm like, I need to get a yeah. visual here. And it says six foot three. No shit. Yeah. Good for him. Well, Steve <laughs> Steve Lund goes to the top of the list. <laughs> oh, but I shouldn't I shouldn't be too quick to say that because next up is Luke McFarlane. <laughs> oh, think, of course. Come on. He's a dream and a half. I know. Uh, Niall Matter, David O'Donnell, Ryan Peavy, ben, uh, Brendan Penny. Now, uh, forgive me, I do not know how to say this gentleman's last name, so I'm going to say it a couple of ways <laughs> in the hopes that I land on something accurate. Christopher Polaha? Palaha, Palaha, okay. something along those lines. He does a Hallmark murder and mysteries show, like a series. I think I want to say it's Mystery 101 or Murder 101 or something like that. I don't know. But the the woman he's paired with in that is Jill Wagner. And it's a goddamn delight. He's a cop. She's a college professor. They're solving crimes, kind of falling in love. I fucking live for it. Anyhow, I love this. Uh, the list ends with Andrew Walker and Eric Winter. Eric uh, Winter, I could scream about forever. He's on The Rookie. He was paired with uh, Jody Sweden in a Christmas movie not long ago. And uh, I love it. And you'll love this. Reading through those lists, I'm like, God, should I just pick my favorites of my favorites to like put pictures of them in the case file? Because this isn't a regular episode, so I don't really have case file photos and then i was like maybe i'll find a way to put pictures of all of them <laughs> it's like christy that's like 40 40 people what are you doing i've lost it this will be the joke of it'll be the most case file uh that i've ever had to do 
Yeah, I mean, that will be the joke. I also want you to know I've yeah. pulled up Jill Wagner and I'm going to say yeah. it. I am very attracted to her. Is that weird? She's stunning. She is stunning. She, um, she she's did, very in my oh wheelhouse. Oh, God. She, I'm, I, the joke is I'm halfway through the, the Christmas movie she did this year, um, <laughs> which I was watching while paper macheing. Uh, but she did, oh, God, she did one a few years ago. Christmas in Evergreen, that was the mm. first one, but she did the sequel, I think. I don't know that one. There's like three or four, but it doesn't matter. The point is, and now if I'm talking holiday films of the TV persuasion, again, not a single person asked. <laughs> <laughs> but just know that this is something that I've forced into this. I have limited it to 10. My top 10 past TV Christmas movies. Wow. Specifically TV. Like, I'm not talking anything that came out in the theaters. These are specifically TV. Um, not in any specific order. I put them in order of date to help are myself. Are these all Hallmark? Um, some, I believe, are Lifetime. Okay. But the majority all Hallmark. All the, the majority are Hallmark, yes. Got it. Uh, from 2006, Holiday in Handcuffs. What a romp of a, like, if the Glee Curse episode was a Christmas movie, it would be <laughs> Holiday in Handcuffs. Agreed. it is a goddamn romp. It goes so many places, and every time you're like, this is where it's going, no, it goes the other way. Uh, it's just been a favorite for years for no reason. Uh, 2013's Snow Bride. Oh. It. I don't know why. I watch it every year just because it's one that I'm obsessed with. Uh, 2015, The Spirit of Christmas. And I'll say this. It's about a super fucking hot ghost. Oh, I think I've seen that one. Yeah. And that's the kind of ghost I want. Yeah. If hot you're gonna ghost. Get, if you're going to get haunted, you better be hot. What? Is, yep. <laughs> <laughs> 2016 Christmas in Homestead. And that stars, I believe, David Alpay, who I'm obsessed with, and Taylor Cole. And I'm for sure that's the only reason I keep watching that movie every year. About a, a big-time Hollywood actress that goes to a small town to film a movie and may or may not fall in love with the town's grumpy single-father mayor. Oh, the mayor! Yeah, yeah. who is the only person in town who doesn't want the movie shot there. Of course. Yeah. Uh, 2015, Christmas Land, starring Nikki DeLoach and Luke McFarlane. I'm now just making this into a game for myself because all I have listed are the titles and the year, and I'm trying to make myself remember who is specifically in that. Uh, it shouldn't be a fun game, but it kind of is. Ah, Oh, I put this in the wrong order. 2005, Christmas in Boston. Oh. I can't remember the gentleman's name. He's married to Troyan Belisario, whose father made the original Quantum Leap. Oh, wow. Um, he This guy was on, um, I was going to say Signs, but that's absolutely not it. He was on Suits with Meghan oh, Markle and that sure. hot guy yep. whose name I also don't know. Um, and it also stars Marla Sokoloff. Oh, my God. I can, and Lindy Booth, fuck, Lindy Booth should have been on my list. She's adorable and I love her. That takes you up to 20 women. 
it does it does take me up to 20 women and i'm writing her down lindy booth and you know what it should be in alphabetical order but because of my uh oh well it will be anyway i was gonna say because of my boobery um and how horrible i feel about it i'm gonna put her at the top no matter what Alphabetically, she would be at the top anyway. And not to be confused with Boo Berry, one of my favorite childhood cereals. Hey, oh, I like I like learning things about you. Frankenberry was really the one, but Boo Berry, Booberry, it just felt right. Well, I like that a lot. I'm gonna say something that's gonna maybe upset you or shock you. Mm. I've never had either. You have, and I know that this is gonna sound insane. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, I've never had these. And friend of the podcast, Leslie Seiler, was going on and yeah. on about Frankenberry, which is basically like a strawberry cereal with marshmallows, right? Sure. My mouth is watering. It's a dream. Anyway, uh, so for years, she was chasing that, and I was chasing marshmallow alphabets, which you cannot get anymore. But for a period of time, sure. you could still find them in some places. Um Anyway, we finally found them in New York City in Manhattan at a random tiny grocery store. We found both, I believe. And so we went, we bought milk. We went back to our hotel room. This was so long ago now. This was like probably 18 years ago. Um, anyway, and I took a bite of that Frankenberry and I was transported back to a memory of you and I as children. It was the tr- the trip, I believe... Uh, in the summer that we took in the summer and we had gone somewhere and I know that you're going to be like, Lauren, I have no idea what you're talking about. But we had gone somewhere and we got left at a friend of the family's house, which now knowing what we know about true crime, what was our family thinking? But anyway, um, and they <laughs> gave us, and I'm convinced they gave us Frankenberry because it was this sense memory connected to that that place and that time. Huh. I could tell you what the kitchen looked like. I remember the whole thing. Uh, so I do believe you have had it once, and now I am passionate more than anything about getting you some so you can try it and see if this also triggers this, uh, triggers this memory for you. My, oh, I, like, I trust your memory completely, um, and I'm gonna say, I, my dream is that I try it, and I get full, like, the old man in Ratatouille when he takes the bite, and it, like, pans out, and it's suddenly he's a child, and he's trying, like, it's the same as his mother used to make or whatever. That is basically what yeah. this was. It was the same house. I don't know if you remember this, but we played Nintendo Olympics for hours in this sure. same house. I don't know whose house it was or why we had stopped there. But remember, we were going on this, like, epic road trip on that one yeah. trip. Remember, we had, like, driven to, we ended up driving to Alberta. Yeah. It was somewhere along the way we stopped at this Again, I mean, friend of the family's house. Do you think if you if you heard the name of the children involved, you might remember if it's them or not? Possibly. Because there's only two that I can think of who would be like friend of the family as opposed to um, relatives. Possibly. Oh, my God. What was her sister's name? Um uh, there were two, Amber and Dallas. I think that might have been it. Or it could have been Melissa. I think it might have been Amber and Dallas. Okay. Okay. That would have been around Grand Prairie. <laughs> this is wild. 
(laughs) (laughs) Couldn't be happier. And there was another. So there was another stop along the way, too. Mm -hmm. And you remember that song? She ain't pretty. She just looks Looks that that way. way. Yeah. Uh, At that house, there was one of those wrinkle dogs puppets. Remember the wrinkle dog puppets? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then that there was like a bit happening like with the puppet lip syncing that song at that house. That was a separate house again along the way. And but when I say friend of the family, it could have been relatives. But also, I just don't remember knowing that many people. <laughs> In my youth, like we didn't ever have like tons of people over, so I'm just like who all did we Why know? were we doing this tour? Like, why were we stopping at all these places along the way? I can't answer that. But again, it could have also been because Christy and I are related. My mother, Laurel, is her dad's sister. Yes. So it could have been family on your mom's side that I sure. didn't know of because I, again, was very far away growing up, et cetera. Anyway, sure. who knows? But Dallas well. rings a bell for some reason. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, this is fascinating. I have so few memories of my youth. I remember jumping on someone's trampoline. I remember that. But then, I mean, that would have been Melissa's house. But was Melissa the wrinkle dog house? (laughs) Melissa could have been the wrinkle dog house. Thank you so much. I'm going to write down wrinkle dog. Um, to post a photo for our younger listeners. Yeah, because they're like, we don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, they were a thing in the 80s. And the um, other song, because as you know, everything is, my brain is just full of random songs and everything is triggered to a song and every memory has a song. Uh, yeah. The other big song on that trip was Black Velvet in the Little oh. Boy Smile. We listened to that song like on repeat. Alana Miles. Alana Miles, baby. Canadian goddess. Yes. Yep. Um, I, I mean, music is an amazing thing that like helps you link so many things, I suppose, is the uh, yeah. word I'm looking for. But it's the connective tissue in my brain, and I can't explain why. I couldn't be happier that Alana Miles was part of that for you. Thank you. I like that. I like that a lot. Thank you. Um, I'm at movie four. Of, of I mean, I guess I'm at movie well, you've done six. I'm at nine, seven. There we go. I was yeah. trying to do it the other way. I've lost my mind. Uh, 2013, a very merry mix-up, which is Alicia Witt. Um, her, uh, she gets stuck at the airport, and then they lose her luggage, and she's going to meet her fiancé's family for the first time, but then unknowingly goes with the wrong family. Mm. And love ensues. It's it's lovely. Uh, Twenty sixteen sleigh bells ring. Oh, which if memory serves me, I do believe it's Aaron Cahill and uh, David Alpay again. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong on that. Uh, Twenty seventeen finding Christmas, which I believe is Jody Sweden and Eric Winter, and Eric Winter. Oh, I love him. Mm. He's on the rookie currently. He was on uh, Young and the Restless. Oh, of for, course, for quite a while. Uh, and one more, the Mistletoe Inn from 2017, which is David Alpay and uh, uh, Alicia Witt. 
Do any of these movies that you've listed feature Jill Wagner asking for a friend? (laughs) (laughs) No, but again, I think because uh, Christopher, Christopher P, because I can't think of what his name, uh, how to pronounce his name, um, because he's so tall, I think you could be really into it. So I'm going to find you the, I mean, this year she's in A Merry Christmas Wish. Thank you. Um, But the series, which is, I say series, it's really just a series of movies. Uh, They're called Mystery 101. Oh, okay. And it's the two of them and their relationship and their banter and their chemistry. Oh, fuck, I'll say it. Fire. They're on foot. They're fire. I, I I shouldn't say things like that, but that's where we're at. Uh, I love it. And one more short list. This is only one, two, three. This is only six because I have not had a lot of time. At this point in the season, I have usually watched a lot of Christmas movies. But at this point, I have not had a lot of time. So I had to force myself to just pick Movies that have come out in 2022. Okay. Any movie that, any holiday movie that has come out in 2022. These are my personal favorites so far. Uh, A Cozy Christmas Inn, which is Jodie Sweden and David O'Donnell. And uh, Sass and a Half, Vivica A. Fox. Mm -hmm. Sass and a Half. Don't know what's going on. Uh, Christmas with You, starring Freddie Prinze Jr., it's nice. It's nice to see him in the game. I like seeing him put his hat in the ring. Yeah. For, uh, potentially a Hallmark darling. We'll see. Uh, Jolly Good Christmas. I didn't expect to like it, but I really did. Uh, Will Kemp and Reshma Shetty. She was on um, Royal Pains, which oh. I really loved. And so it was lovely to see her. Uh, a Magical Christmas Village with Allison Sweeney and Luke McFarlane. Stepping into the holiday with Mario Lopez and Jana Kramer. Is there a dance component to that one? A hundred percent there is. Fantastic. And I'm going to say it, and I'm going to scream it from the rooftops, Spirited. Oh, sure. With Octavia Spencer, Ryan Reynolds, and Will Ferrell. What a delight. That movie's just a full-on delight. Yeah, I got to watch it. I loved it. I watch it. Uh, Mother Laurel was texting me while she was watching that one and eventually said, and I quote, will who? Uh, I'll I'll translate that for people who don't speak Mother Laurel. Uh, What that means is Ryan Reynolds stole the show. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Look, I I loved him in that for some reason for me. God, I love Octavia Spencer. Mm. I really do. I loved her in that. Um. Yes, to warn those who may not know and haven't seen it yet, it is a musical. Yeah. But the second it started, I went into it knowing it's a musical, knowing it was like, uh, it was holiday. So I was like, okay, I'm I'm ready. What I didn't know was that the two gentlemen who did the music were the same two gentlemen who did the music for Greatest Showman. Ah, uh. And so the first song, and I was like, oh, 
this is like right to my soul. I don't know what it is. And I said, you know what it reminds me of? And my husband was reading through the trivia, uh, as he's one to do. Uh, and he was like, this is written by the same guys. And I'm like, oh my God, that's what it is. It has a similar vibe and they like a group harmony and just, oh God, I'm so in it. So I think that's partially also why I was obsessed with it. But what a good time. What a good good time. time. I would like a movie of that caliber from a high studio, from a high studio. Mm -hmm. I would like a movie of that caliber from a large studio every year. I like that. And I feel like next year's might be that one with Chris Evans and The Rock. I think it's going to have to be. I don't know what it's about, but based on the photos I've seen and the fact that it's called The Red One, God, I'm hoping The Rock is Santa. Oh. I would like to see him as a badass new Santa is what I'd like. That's hot. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen. Uh, Chrissy Oxborough, Hallmark lists. How about it? (laughs) She likes a Hallmark list. She likes the list. She does. Uh, now listen, we're gonna do something. We're gonna play a couple games real quick. Couple yeah. Games. Could not be more excited. First thing we're gonna do a little bit of classic Christmas Pictionary. Yeah. I know well, if I you're watching this, you're like, why does Lauren have a giant whiteboard behind her? Well, the answer is Christmas Pictionary. Now I'm wondering if maybe I should pull this onto my lap. This is tempting fate. This already hit me in the head once. Oh, it has. But I feel like, oh yeah, this is nice. That's nice. That's nice. So then I can draw okay. here, you know, without having to turn my head. Yeah. Um, all now, right. We're, how do we want to do this? Do we want to like, uh, is this a timed thing? We see how quickly or like, is it like you see how many you can do in a minute that I can get? Oh, I like that. Or we just want to see how much time it takes me to get a certain amount. I want to see how many you get in a minute. Sure. And vice versa. But I'm going to need yeah. you to be the timer because I've I've also got my own timer running over here, if that's okay. Of course. We'll get the timer. Why? <laughs> you said get a timer. I said okay. And I opened my calculator. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I like to hear is the booze is starting to hit <laughs> and that's where she's at and probably by the next break i'm gonna be down to a wig cap well i'm not again, meant I'm for bangs right. yeah i'm not meant for bangs listen i like them i like it on you that little wig it's it's it's, it's really like i just want to scratch my forehead so bad yeah i get that and the idea of the two of us and en- starting in full costume <laughs> and ending in in wig caps feels right it feels right yeah all right you let me know when okay and go. A uh, boot, stocking, um, uh, a, a bird. Uh, <laughs> um, again, that uh, the boots, socks. I don't. What am I? <laughs> I thought this would be going better. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Mittens. There it is. There it is. Oh, I can't see your screen from there. Oh, shit. It's okay. It's okay. Shit. Here. Uh, a hat. A bell. Yes. Um, 39 seconds. Uh, snow. Yes. Uh, snowflake. Snowstorm. Snow circle. 
blank white uh, white Christmas um, <laughs> I, uh, time. All right. Was so that, we didn't do as well baseball? as I thought we would. <laughs> well, I was trying to get you to go to Snowball. Snowball. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. I only think I got three, didn't I? You got three, but you know what? We may okay. have to do a second round because, again, I thought we would have done better, well, but I also was not aware of my... I'm going to draw I'm gonna draw a border so I know where you can't see. I'm going to yes. put a line. Great call. Great call because right now I can see half of your... Uh, yeah. Well, a half also, of that circle. I am ashamed of those mittens. That was <laughs> that was me trying to go too quickly. I should have put, put a little more time in there and I would have no. saved time in the end. No, I think you this know? is great. I'm going to double check and make sure my marker works. It does not. That's why you do this. Wow. Got to make sure it's a bright enough color. We can all see it. All right. Black velvet. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, she's a Canadian treasure. I'll she really it. is. Oh, this is a juicy one. <laughs> I am... The marker's nice. <laughs> I'm drawing my border. Yes. There we go. See, there All you right. go. All right. Oh, All right. God. Can you time yeah. for yourself over there? Can I? That's I, what I, I can. <laughs> that's what the panic in your voice. That was what I was asking. Let me know. I, I'll tr I'll do my best. All right. I'll do. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do oh, it. Oh, because I also have to. Okay, I'm gonna do one of these. Can you can you see all of this? Yep. Oh boy. Okay. Um, Never rehearsed. Shocker, isn't it, folks? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. All right. All right. What am I gonna do? I don't know. Oh God. Okay. Are we ready? Yep. Kay. And go. Yep. Hat. Christmas hat. Toque. Pom pom. Angel. Yes. Um, oh God. Christmas present. Yes. Oh God. Um. Candy cane. Yes. Fuck, you're good at this. <laughs> Snowflake. Yes. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> Christmas card. A gingerbread house. Chimney. Yes. <laughs> I'm just. You still have 19 seconds. Do I? Oh my god. Um oh god. Um Oh god. Scarf? Uh Oh, toboggan. Yes. Yes. I just assume that's time. That's time. That's time. Fuck, look at you. That's 6. Wow. Wow. 6. My Ooh. problem is I'm not used to drawing, having to show it. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, that's a whole other uh, world that I'm not used to. I should have brought something better to wipe this with. Well, Again, you would think we'd be more organized. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's do one more round each. My sure. score to beat is six. Oh, well, so let's I'm not going to. I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to cross off these ones before I forget. I will also admit, I did look at one 
and went, how the hell is that Christmas? And spent most of this time super pissed that I was like, that is not a Christmas answer. I'm so mad. And then I realized I miss, I misread it. I thought it said Elvis. It said elves. <laughs> this all tracks. Yeah. I was like, wait, how is, oh my God, that's not one. Embarrassing. Okay. I'm going to do the timer on this one. I'm ready for this one. Yep. All right. Are we ready? Yeah. And go. Oh, Ivy, Holly, Vine, um, uh, mistletoe, uh, ooh, uh, lights, Christmas lights, string yes. of lights. Yes. Jug, bottle. Yes. Booze, <laughs> Molotov cocktail, eggnog, pour. Yes. Boot, stocking, skate. Yes. Uh, a fireplace. Fire. Yes. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> House, tree, Christmas tree, ornament, bobble, light, branch. Onion? <laughs> <laughs> Ornament? Light? Light bulb? Pine cone. Yes! Oh, time. Sorry, I was so invested in your pine cone. What I love is I dropped this marker, it, it boobed me, and I've, I've permanently damaged this chair upholstery, and I, I like the memory of it. I'm happy about it. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five? Okay. Fine. That's an improvement. I'll take it. I'll take That's an it. Improvement. Look, we had a we had a ways to go. Um, it's just it is what it is. Oh god. Oh god. All right. I think part of the problem for me was quickly looking at the at the list and being like, uh, what do you put? Like, which one do you pick? Yeah. And that was uh, that was a problem. But okay. Okay. Well. All right. We got this. We do. I'm we got this. this. Oh God! I'm still crinkling. Every every day, day you you're crinkling. <laughs> oh, except today it's cringling. <gasps> Come on now. She'll never stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Tokyo. I wouldn't Dream. want you to. All right. Ready? Are we ready? Yep. Okay. And go. Elf hat. Elf. Santa. Yes. Oh, God. Um. Reindeer. Rudolph. Yes. <laughs> I speak Christy. You have I to know this. like that a lot. Mug of hot cocoa. Hot chocolate. Yes. Uh, oh, God. Stocking. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, lift it up higher. Gingerbread so man. Gingerbread yes! man. Um uh, book, Carol book. Uh, uh Night Before Christmas. Uh Charles Dickens. Uh, a Christmas card. Yes! Oh god, what else do I got? Um Snowstorm? Lift it up. Poinsettia? Oh, um, fried egg? <laughs> Time. 
time. Sorry, it was a wreath. <laughs> oh, of course. Wasn't great. These are atrocious. But you know what I've learned? Yeah. If we're ever in a situation, like say we're held hostage. Yes. And they're like, the only way you're going to get out of here yep. is by doing some Pictionary, win, loser, draw, something like that. And you have to choose one person to draw and one person to guess. I'm absolutely choosing you as the person to guess. Listen, again, like I said, I speak you. I speak you. Do. You So you I do. Like that makes sense. That makes Four. sense. All right. We got six. six that time, I think. You got six again? How consistent. Consistent. Cons- Fuck, that's good. <laughs> you know what I like, too? That means I'm averaging 10 seconds an answer. Okay, valedictorian math award. <laughs> <laughs> it was only one math award. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But that is the truth. Um all right, let's do one more game uh, yeah. before we take another break. This I love. Christy has put together a Christmas Would You Rather. Yeah. I like that a lot. I like this one right out the get. Would you rather yeah. decorate 100 Christmas trees or 100 Christmas cookies? <sighs> I don't know if my hand could take it, Yeah, but... I'm going to go with the cookies because, A, I'm going to eat that fucking dough. I know it's not good for me. I know I could die. I know all of these things. But part of the enjoyment of the flavor is the risk. <laughs> I love that for you. I love that for you. I Cookie dough and I go a long way back. Uh, love it so much. Um, and, yeah, a hundred Christmas trees. Oh, time-wise, I'd be I would be so much faster at the cookies. You're gonna love my answer. My answer yeah. is the Christmas trees, which I of know course. sounds insane, but I do love decorating a Christmas tree. I have multiple trees in my home. Yes. Uh, and I have texture things. I don't like my hands feeling dirty. So like decorating sure. a cookie, I'm gonna be constantly washing my hands because I don't like the feeling of stuff on my hands. Did Weird you bugaboo. know that when I was quite young? I didn't want to play in the sandbox because I didn't like how dirty it made my hands. So my mother would put me in the sandbox with a large bowl of water so I could wash my hands off at any point I wanted to. And just like that, we find another synchronicity. <laughs> of course. I love that. I mean, yeah, I don't like uh, hands being dirty and I don't want that. But I uh, I don't think I have the stamina for 100 trees. I, I also don't know because I would turn into like, well, each tree needs a theme. Well, yeah. And I don't know if I could do 100 themes, but that 100% seems uh, your type of thing. Hell yes. Oh, God. Hell oh. yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> would you rather yeah. wrap Christmas presents for eight hours straight? Oh, I've done it. Or help children take pictures with Santa at the mall. Christmas presents eight hours straight. A hundred percent, because that's the only way you're going to get eight hours straight of Christmas movies. Um, and look, I'll say it. Yeah, I, I do that every year. I do yeah. the eight hours straight. Same. Um, whatever's in the house, it's whenever I have time. I have not wrapped. I mean, I guess I've wrapped one gift because I had to mail it already. But I have not wrapped anything else. And that's... That's a lot of of gifts to go. A hundred percent. I'm gonna go into that room 
the the beautiful vision of Christmas spirit. Yeah. And I'm going to come out of that room a haggard woman who <laughs> looks like she has not uh, seen the sun in a very, very long time. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm going to look like a prisoner by that point. Like, it's it's bad and then your body aches and it's it's a lot it's a lot yeah. but you 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 do what you do but yeah, yeah that's where i'm at oh yeah i agree i i like the like solitude of like you put on some christmas movies you get your station going and you just rap till you can't rap anymore yeah. i love that yeah here's one i really am excited to hear your answer for oh i can't wait would you rather have mittens for hands or skis for feet I also can't believe my instinct answer, which I feel I have to give. Please. At first, I was like, oh, probably mittens for hands. And then I was like, oh, God. My husband would hate that sexually. (laughs) (laughs) Or would it be the best thing that ever happened to you? You don't know. I don't. No one wants a woolen hand. <laughs> but wait, but hold on. You think he's going to love ski feet in the bed? Like, then it's like turns into like a safety issue. <laughs> Watch where you're swinging your leg. Because guess what? Someone may get kicked with a ski. The- <laughs> but that, I mean, then if you put your feet up, you make like a tent. And that's kind of fun. That's true. That's true. And then you can have a regular hand. (laughs) I just feel like the damage to our homes with ski feet. There's going to be holes in walls. The floors are going to be ripped apart. Yeah. What I should have said uh, was the problem with the mittens would be using the washroom. That should have been my G-rated answer, but it wasn't. I immediately went to nobody wants to feel wool on their regions but again how are you gonna shower with ski feet i have a standalone shower i can't fit in there can you you imagine showering with sopping like you come out with sopping mitten hands neither of these are a good thing this is a this is like a saw movie it is like like you have to pick one and you have to create your own ski feet out of your own bones so (laughs) cut the bones out of your legs and make yeah like this is I mean, neither I automatically, one is a good option. Uh, neither one is a good option. But no. if I have ski feet, so yes. I'm assuming that my my flesh and bones are the skis. <laughs> how do I get a shoe? Like, like I'm housebound. I can't drive. I can't really okay. walk anywhere. Okay. I'm a pariah. <laughs> okay, mitten hands. <laughs> Try making fajitas. I'll Those mittens go. are gonna smell like onion till the day you die. I guess for me, I would just move to a cold climate, and then I feel like everyone would just think I'm always wearing mittens. Sure. Oh, but are they flesh? Is it out of flesh? flesh? (laughs) (laughs) This is a horrific question. I know. I don't like it, but somehow, somehow... Oh my God, flesh mittens! Oh, (laughs) I guess we could put a real mitten over the flesh mitten, like when I'm when I'm out. I could cover my flesh mitts. <laughs> <laughs> You'll love this. 
If it's flesh, I guess I go with the mitten. Because <laughs> at least they're washable and I can wear shoes. <laughs> I think flesh mittens are the way. I think it's the only way. <laughs> I could not be more horrified at the thought of flesh mittens. And I'm going to do my best not to Google it because I bet that's horrific. Don't look it up. No. No, Don't I can't imagine up. what that is. Oh, my oh God. Oh, God, what a gift. Oh, oh, my. Okay, okay. Well, in that spirit, yep. would you rather have elf ears or Santa's beard? Oh, my God. Well, is it one? Okay, I have a couple of clarifying questions. Am I to yeah. assume that I can't surgically alter the ears slash shave off the beard? Correct. Elf ears. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. hide it. You can hide it. If you got a Santa beard, your only job as a woman is being the bearded lady in a circus. And I don't think yeah. I'm built for circus work. <laughs> <laughs> a life on the road sure. is not for me, you know? Sure. I like that that's what it is about circus work that you're like, can't do it. It's the travel for me. The travel. I, I could exactly. handle people coming and staring at me and like mocking me and being treated horrifically. Oh, but the travel. That's so close to what I already do for a living. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you 100% with the elf ears. Oh, yeah. Because you just put a toque on, you move to a cold climate, you put a toque on, and uh, nobody knows. Yeah, nobody knows. Yeah. Okay, I got another one along these lines. You're just this cool person with elf ears. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and there, you know as well as I do that there's going to be somebody who's got a bit of a sexual oh, preference like yeah. they're going to be into the elf ears 100%. or vulcans like you're, you're gonna have a star trek partner before you know it is my point yeah here's another one along these lines which i could not be happier about sure would you rather <laughs> have a mm -hmm. snowball for a head <laughs> or a hundred jingle bells for hair <laughs> Now this is tough to me because is the snowball gonna is it a flesh snowball like is the snowball gonna melt? <laughs> ah! Oh, I couldn't be happier <laughs> to um. Oh God, the amount of times you bring up is it flesh related? <laughs> uh, what's it made out of? Yeah. Oh God. Um. Here's the thing. Jingle bells. God, that would get irritating. It would. Irritating. Uh, and it makes me think of Monica on Friends when she gets the uh, the braids when they're in Mexico or wherever they are. Um, and Chandler looks at her and he's like, oh, my God, what did you do? And she moves her head around and it's got shells on the bottom. So it makes a noise. And he goes, oh, good. It's a, a pleasure for the eyes and the ears. <laughs> and that made me laugh so hard. Um but also, like, I, I could barely stand her with the with the shells dingling yeah. around. I don't think I could handle jingle bell hair. Like, <laughs> I, th I think I'm going to have to go flesh <laughs> or snow snowball. Now, do you have features? Like, is it just a plain snowball? Do you have eyes? Like, are you blind I now? Can you not talk? Like... I don't know if anybody who made this game has ever thought as hard into this <laughs> I think, oh, I mean, it's a great question. I just assumed you'd be very snowman-like. Okay. 
Okay. Where it would be like a large snow head, but like with eyes and a mouth. Like if it, look, See, I'll to t- me, say this. If it comes down to I don't have a mouth and I can't eat, I'm taking the jingle bells. Yeah, see, I'm leaning towards Jingle Bell hair because, again, yeah. I feel like there's somebody out there that's going to be into Jingle hair. But I don't know that there's going to be anybody. Mm-hmm. And I love that it's like my main issue is what is going <laughs> to turn someone what off. What is going to turn someone off? Or or rather, what can I choose to turn yeah. somebody on? That's apparently my focus. But <laughs> also, listen, I'll say it. Sure. I've been complimented about my face. Yes. People seem to think that I have a nice one. And I, I don't think, think I want to replace it with a snowball. No, and I'll say this. You know what? You come over. Yeah. I'll do something to the inside of the the little jingly bit in the bell. Those bells won't make any noise. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it so I love much. that you're like, what can I do so I don't turn somebody off? And I'm like, what can I do as the fixer? I like that. Cookies got you. Thank you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Christmas cookies. <laughs> Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That's cute. All right. What you got for me? You got another one? Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, let's see. <sighs> um, would you rather invent a holiday? Okay. On whatever day you want. Sure. Or have your holiday fall on a birth- on your birthday? Some say that I did invent a holiday on my birthday and... <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I see what you're saying, though. Um, <clears throat> would I rather invent my own holiday any day or have or like have Christmas a holiday on-, on your birthday? Yeah. Right. Like have my birthday be December 25th, for example. Invent my own holiday. For sure. Absolutely. Easy. I feel so. I, I just feel so sorry for those who have a birthday on a holiday. Yeah. That Same. must suck so hard. I know yeah. that I'm not even close, but like I'm a month out from Christmas and sometimes it's a nightmare. Because yeah. I remember as a kid, if you get like money or something for your gift, you 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 can't spend it because somebody might have bought you what you want for Christmas. And so you have to wait. And it always drove me crazy. And somehow I've given birth to a child who was born a month before Christmas and a second one born a month after Christmas. And then one blissfully in the summer. So he has no idea, no idea the pains of it all. But yeah, it would be so irritating. And like, here's your birthday present. It's in a Christmas bag. Or here's your birthday (laughs) present. It's We have to, I didn't bother getting you a card or the combined. I didn't get you a gift for this and this. I just combined it. Yeah. I get well, it. I know. That's a real thing. I get it. And look, I know that that sounds incredibly greedy, what I've said, but your birthday should be like, should be about you. Of course. So, and yeah, I mean, again, I'd invent a holiday. If you were born on Christmas, then you'd be a Capricorn. So, I don't know enough to bo- know if that's, that's a joke. Bad. There's probably some astrology heads listening that went, oh, ha, ha, ha. but anyway, Capricorns are great. I dated a Capricorn. Um, you know, one of my my first high school boyfriend, lovely gentleman, Capricorn. There you go. Sure, sure. I'd like to end on this one. Sure, because this is a true horror show for both of us. Oh, no. I think I think I could be wrong. Yeah, but I'll say this: it's a true horror show for me. Yep. 
Would you rather eat only fruitcake for a week or drink only eggnog for a week? Pull the plug. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, take me out back. It's over. Like, I could not do either of those things. No. No to, no, well, no no to fruit, no to fruitcake. No to fruitcake. No. I don't like the little fruity. No. I don't like it. Give me the cake without the fruit. Yep. But don't give me fruitcake. I don't like it. I don't want it. Um, Eggnog, it depends on the eggnog. Um, Some of it I am okay with. It turns my stomach to see it in movies, just sitting out at room temperature. (laughs) Thank you for that. Uh, But I, oh God, I, uh, my, my stomach and intestinal abilities can't handle full eggnog all the time. I hate eggnog. Sure. With the fire of a thousand suns. There so, is. yeah, this either or, yeah, no, take me out back, nail gun to the head, it's over. No, maybe a bullet because of nail gun, there's not a chance, there's a chance I might not die. And then you'll be in a hospital hooked to an IV that's only eggnog. Only eggnog. Get out of here. Yeah, oof. Well, listen, dear yeah. listeners, leaving you with that horror show, we're sending you into break number two, but the show's not over yet. That's right. Grab one more drink, hit the can one more time, and come back because we have more on Holiday Hootenanny 3, Tokyo Drift. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery Starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Welcome back to True Crime and Cocktails Holiday Hootenanny 3 Tokyo Drift. Before the break, we were would you rathering. But now, yeah. uh dear Christy, you have a you have a little something planned. That's what it says on the on the, the schedule here. I have I a do. little something planned. <laughs> I do. Uh not a clever name. Um also if you think right now, uh, I guess you took yours off, but I was gonna do like a uh I'm dreaming of a wig cap Christmas. <laughs> neither here nor there so i decided a year ago oh my word to start doing something uh and the fact that i've been able to keep it a secret has been amazing so uh every episode we do if there's like a, a a line or a bit or something that i find particularly funny i write it down 
on uh, these here colored uh, recipe cards. Oh my god! Now the th- I thought this would be a fun walk down memory lane because yes. a lot of them there is no context, so it's just it is what it is. But there's so many. I know we're not going to get to all of them. Okay. So I'm just gonna I've I've shuffled them just to to get an idea. But um, I have not looked at these in advance. I write them after the episode, and then I put them in a box that sits on my desk. Um, but just a, a fun look back, as it were, on 2022. I love that you've done this. What a gift. Uh, for example, from episode 72, Ed and Lorraine Warren, we have a quote from Lauren, quote, a ghost with a handlebar mustache. <laughs> that shouldn't be hot to me. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, here we are. Here we are. Uh, episode 73, Dr. Feelgood, monkey gonads. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. I remember that. Yeah, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Oh, episode 79, the uh, Kim Vall episode. Yes. A quote from me, quote, Paul Rudd is American Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yes. That is also true. That was bold. Ah, see, again, I forget so many of these things. I'm so glad that I've done this. Uh, From episode 91, Missing Kentucky, Spirit and Structure. The two of us. The two of us. Oh, God, that was a newer one, so I'm skipping that one. Oh, let's see. From episode 90, Lorena Bobbitt. Miss Lauren Ash said, (laughs) quote, I'll run around nude until the end of time. (laughs) True. That is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Also in the uh, Kim Vall episode, Shadow Twins, Paul Rudd, and Jared Leto. <laughs> Shadow Twins, that's right. That's yeah. right. Oh, oh the God, Blanche Furrance. The Blanche Furrance. Yeah. That's right. From episode 72. Love that. Oh, God. Uh, from episode 73, quote from Lauren Ash. Mm-hmm. Mickey Mantle said, I am 35, but feel 40. Dude, I was feeling 40 when I was 12. <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot. I have no memory of that. I love it. Nope. Nope. Uh, episode 80, ya boying. Ya boying! That's when that first came out. Come on. Come on. Oh, God, these are good. <laughs> Episode 93, quote from Lauren. I've never vajazzled. <laughs> Truth. I've never vajazzled. Truth. Oh, episode 101, Rudd's Studs. Oh, yes. That's something we need to get on. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this one's going to get irritating to read, but I think, it, I, I think it's lovely. Um, from episode 102, yep. Ramon Navarro. Mm-hmm. Lauren, T-R-E-A-T-I-S-E. How would you pronounce that? Christy, treaties? They said treatise. No! Because <laughs> I was so against it. Yep. I think that was in a, uh, oh God, what was it called? <sighs> One of your recording? Yeah, I was, yeah, voice a cartoon recording? show, a cartoon show that's coming up uh, that yeah. I'm on. Yeah. You'll hear it. Anyway, I'll promote it when it's yeah. time. I can't say anything yet, but I will. And yes, it was of from that. Of course. I can't wait. Uh, from episode 74, Whitney Houston. 
Stanley Tucci. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. From episode 74, also the Whitney Houston episode, How to Summon a Blanche, Combine International Women's Day and Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, That's God. brilliant. Yeah. Oh, episode 73, Lauren said, I'm the bow wow to your Snoop Dogg. I stand by that. Yeah. <laughs> From episode 75, Lauren I went from jizz to jazz. <laughs> That's right, jizz to jazz. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I mean, this is killing me. Uh, from episode 99, I said, what I'd like in my obituary is one of our five-star reviews. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, a pastor writing about sex robots is a sentence I never thought I'd write down. That was from Lauren. In episode 96. Yep, I remember that. Oh, God, I want to find, like, how far... What what did we start with this year? Maybe I shouldn't have shuffled these the way I did. Okay. Blanche and the Judge, Bays of the ba Babes of the Bay Area, WKRE, 97.5. Oh. That's from episode 76, Lou Perlman. Oh, God, I really... That is a gift. Oh, God. 10-year-old <laughs> Lauren Ash started feeling feeling real feelings for Matthew Lawrence that were very confusing to her. Episode 84. No memory believe, of that one. I believe that is referencing uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yep. There oh, is. I was obsessed with him in that movie. And yeah, I think <laughs> it did make me feel things that I didn't fully understand. <laughs> uh, from episode 66, which was the first of the year, I believe, uh, because that's when I decided to use the term lunar year. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the lunar year. That's right. Oh, my God. This is such a gift. I love that you did this. From episode 78, which was Jill Dando. Uh, apparently, that was in my Paperboy 2 moment. I said, I don't need alcohol. I'm high on being promoted. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Oh, and uh, episode 89 from you, True Crime and Cocktails Season 4, more, more, more. Yes! Oh. <laughs> I gotta know, do you write down multiple yeah. quotes and then choose at the end, or is it like once you, 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 you find one you like, you write it down and that's it? Oh, I, I write down multiple. I, why did so I even ask? Yeah, like, oh, this is like, this is thick. Thick. This is thick. I was gonna thick. go through it. And like find the favorites, but then I was like, no, I want the joy of oh, finding the random ones that yes. you know. Yep. Uh, episode seventy-five quote from Lauren: "I'm not asking for a handout. I'm just asking, can I not put my hand in shit?" <laughs> <laughs> I completely. I don't remember that, but I remember the feeling. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that does. Oh, God, and that was so long ago, and things got so much worse. <laughs> yeah, they did. They really did. They really did. did. They uh, really did. Episode 72, I asked, have my loins cooled? <laughs> and the answer is no. They Maybe for not. a couple weeks, not. but not really. <laughs> not for good. Never. My favorite is when I don't write down um, any context. Sure. Because it's my favorite to be able to read things like episode 81, Bonnie and Clyde 
Lauren said, quote, ass to ass. Yep. <laughs> I don't remember the context either. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, kiss from a rose lick of a face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, what is this? Um, episode 68 from you. It's fun to rediscover your own traumas. <laughs> <laughs> what a gift. Oh, from episode 89. I said, quote, you're born Robin Williams and you grow up to be Sally Field. <laughs> oh, my God. That's right. That's right. It. That's very wise. Very wise. Ah, uh, episode 90. Uh, Buzz has never looked better. Just so handsome. There were times when I forgot he was animated. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. Oh, God. Oh, and then I called him a specimen. That's horrifying. Yep, that also Anyhow, checks. Anyhow, yep. uh, I'm loose. I feel buzzy. Loose and buzzy. The Laura and Ash story. Hell yes. I mean, come on. Oh, God. Again, some of these, I'm like, I wish... Apparently, in uh, episode 74, I used the term factoids. Yes, that's right. Oh, God. I do not recall that at all. Oh, God. <laughs> episode 72. Patrick Wilson can get it. Oh, yeah. I remember and the that. Sh the fact that that wasn't even me. I know. That was well, amazing. that was part of the Blanche Ferrance time, I believe. It was. Yeah. You're right, it was. And also, I, I stand by it to this day. The Blanche Ferrance yeah. is, is not back, but he can get it. I Oh, I, I absolutely respect that. Um, Chris Pine's tanned ankles. Oh, my God, that's right. <laughs> Look it up, from folks. Epi from episode 96. Come on, come on. Oh, God, what else we got? Um... The, the Property Brothers are Blanche's official Sophie's Choice. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Episode, episode 83 is when I actually used the words out loud, pussy throat cancer. Oh, my God. And, <laughs> and dear listeners, I just want you to know, I have painstakingly, and it took me time because it's not easy to figure out because you have to do a whole thing, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. Long story short. The text tone that comes through only when Christy texts me is her saying, pussy throat cancer. <laughs> it's the greatest thing in my life. <laughs> oh, I couldn't be happier uh, to know that that's it. Uh, oh, God. Okay. Uh, from episode 106, quote from Lauren, go to hell, turtle man. <laughs> That was so recent, and I don't remember who it's about. Paul Schaefer. <laughs> oh, my God. I also don't know why we... I don't know what Paul Schaefer be in our bonnet about. I don't know if he deserved that. I don't, I don't think he did, but... Go to hell, Turtle Man. Yeah, I like it a lot. Oh, uh, episode 99 was when Psychic Rose came into play. Of course, Psychic Rose. Uh, from episode 96... I said, quote, we know about the family drama, and we've chosen a side. That's right. <laughs> I know what it's about. Yeah, we found a family, and uh, we just we sure went did. into it. We sure did. Oh, God. Oh, God. What else do we have? Uh, episode 102, Lauren says, I want to eat trash. I want to watch trash. A full raccoon day. 
<laughs> oh, I stand by that. I also, oh, fuck. I love that this one is specifically sounds uh, from episode 93. <laughs> That's me eating fries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. These are oh, amazing. God. Oh, my God. Episode 92 from Lauren. The ocean is a delicate lover. It's as beautiful as it is dangerous. I don't remember saying that, but I agree. Yes. Do you remember referencing the psychological arts? <laughs> I do. I could not tell you the episode or what it was, but I do remember saying 96. I'm a fan of the psychological arts. Yeah. Oh, well, and I love that I've, I love that I've added this. Well, May 10th, 2022... We won gold in the Award of Excellence for Podcast Hosts and silver for the Award of Distinction for Entertainment Podcast Episode for the Glee Curse at the Communicator Awards. How beautiful is that? That's nice. <laughs> Episode 81, uh, you were talking dating apps and you said, there is an Empire Records person I've seen on there and his name sounds like <laughs> Shmommy Schmidtworth. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I wanted to protect his anonymity. <laughs> I know, I liked it, I liked it a lot. Uh, oh, God, episode 67. We were talking about Richard Dawson, and you said, does he look anything like Ray Combs? Coombs? And I said, not even close. And you went, God damn it! <laughs> you don't went, know why. So in my hope. brain... In my name, yeah. brain, Richard Dawson and Ray Coombs, same guy, same face. Yeah. I don't know why. I remember that. I remember uh, that. I'm not going to drag this on, but just a few more. Uh, episode 93, the bathroom's on the right. Oh, my God. That's right. Adorable. Yeah. That was so funny. Again, there. it's just the fact that there are many of these that listeners are going to be like, I have no idea what they're talking about. And it's like, well. Go back. I jump back. Exactly. Um, episode 81. Quote from Lauren, tongue that read. Tongue that read. That was about yeah. you playing the saxophone, I believe. Uh, could be. I don't. I don't <laughs> I have could be any wrong. clue. I could be wrong. I, uh, I love a lot. Uh, oh, God. I mean, there's just so many. Um, episode 91, I said, Bert's a shedder. Yep. That was, and um, I believe that to be true. Oh, I'm, I'm probably going to end on that one just because I think that one's so great. Um, in episode 78, you referred to yourself as baby girl. <laughs> no memory of that, but also which it I tracks. Like, it tracks. Which I, uh, yeah, I like a lot. Uh, episode 80, I said, uh, which was the Whitey Bulger episode. Sure. I said Whitey's partner got pinched and squealed to the coppers. Um and then we were talking about how we can't believe it took so long for me to turn into, like, using that lingo. And then I said, yeah, where the hell you been, cook? Which is shortening cookies down to cook is one of the most ridiculous things I love I've ever so done. Much. Oh, my God. 2022. Far too familiar. It is. It has been. It has been. It has, it has been. been. Oh, my God. Um Oh, God. I think, yeah, I think I'm going to end on that one because I think uh, it's my favorite. Um, it's from episode 108. Okay. Which we just did. Yes. Quote from Lauren. Please. Snip, snip, bitch. 
I just re-listened to it. I just re-listened to it, and I laughed out loud. Snip, snip, bitch. Yeah. Wow. Right? That truly was such a joy to be a part of. I so appreciate that you've done that. What a gift in our lives. What a time. What a time. And you know now that I've done it once, I'm like, oh, I'm probably doing it again. I It's just going to become a thing that I do. Selfishly, I hope you do. Well, listen, we got we got a, we got two last things real quick yeah. uh, before we wrap up Holiday Hoot Nanny Three Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Uh, first of all, Christy provided uh, some year end questions. Now, did we yeah. get the same questions, or do we are our questions different? Uh, we're different. Love that. Five questions each. I'd love to hit these because I I really enjoyed uh, answering them. Uh, sure. I have not answered them yet because I haven't looked at mine. You're so gonna do it on the fly, and I love I that. I am absolutely. Yeah. I'm well, listen, Jeff my first Gold, one. Goldblum this. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> my, thank you for that. My first one is best movie of the year. No surprise to anyone. Don't worry, Don't darling. Worry, darling. And I'm going to tell you why. It's not that the movie was necessarily what I feel is the best movie. The mm-hmm. entire juggernaut that was. Yes. Don't worry, darling. Brought me more joy this year than most things. So that is my answer. And also yeah. getting to watch Harry Styles. Lick, lick, bitch, was a real gift to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like it's that a lot. It's been out long enough. It's been out long enough. If you don't sure. know, watch it. It's on HBO Max or whatever. I watched it the other day. I re-watched the movie. And I still like it. Wow. I, there's issues with the ending. But of course. Okay. Movie of the year. I love that. I'm like, God, what have I seen this year? Because my instinct is to maybe say spirited, but it's like, have I seen anything else? So I'm going to go to a chart that I have because, yes, we write down all the movies we watch. Don't need a reason that. for it. love to see um, that for you. It's nice. It's nice. Um, oh, God. Well, I'll, I'm telling you, it's it's not going to – oh, it has to be a movie that came out this year, right? Oh, I guess that means it's not going to be Police Academy 3. Well, <sighs> that's too bad. Um, have I really watched anything from this year? God, I feel like I should have been a lot more uh, into this. I think I'm going to have to say, I think I'm going to have to say Spirited because it was such a treat because I'm seeing ones in my list that I'm like, yeah, that came out this year and I just, eh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they were okay. If I thought longer about it, I might have a different answer, but... I was so delighted by it. I uh, I think it stands. I think it yeah. stands. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, favorite song of the year, and why is it gonna be by probably Schmary Smile? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Well, listen. What's yours? I answered oh. mine first. Oh, God. Um, I am so unbelievably taken with um, It's About Damn Time. In a minute. So, I can see yeah. a sentimental. Yeah. Uh, so I think I'm going to have to say that Lizzo. Yeah. I love that. You know, it's hard for me because <clears throat> my most listened to song of the year. Yeah. I found out from my like Apple thing because they do like a Spotify wrapped kind of thing apple does because i use apple music 
Uh, my number one listen to song of the year was As It Was by Harry Styles. And I hey. love that song. But my favorite song from the Harry's House album is Daylight. So it's a tie. I like that for you. Yeah. All right. Most overrated celebrity story this year. I said Matthew Perry's book. <laughs> yep. Because no oh. one attacks Keanu on our watch. No. Oh. And did you see that it came out that Keanu was asked about it? And he said something along the lines of like, it felt like it was a little out of left field. Like it kind of felt really weird to me that he did that. And I was like, I am doubling and tripling down. You don't hurt his feelings. Not Keanu. No. Not Keanu. Oh, not I don't care for that. Nope. I don't care for that. Nope. Oh my God. Keanu. Silver white. Mm. As Santa. Oh, I would love to see that, Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't fuck with him. No. So it's like a John Wick Santa. I like that. Right? Yep. Where he's Santa Wick. Oh my God, he's delivering puppies. God. That's hot. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. Mm -hmm. It really is. Um. Oh God, yeah. I... I agree with you that Matthew Perry, uh, especially because he tried to throw Valerie Bertinelli under the bus I for can't. it. And like, I can't. Then she had to address to... a cheating scandal. She didn't need that in her life. No. I just feel like he wanted so badly to get press and attention for himself because nobody cares about him anymore. I saw a video clip, too, of him recently saying something about, like, the thing that's the most frustrating is that I was dealing with my addiction issues uh and none of the rest of them were they didn't have those issues themselves and i'm like that's the thing your jealousy that they didn't have to deal with what you were dealing with that sounds to me like sir someone who needs to get back into therapy that's what that sounds like to me anyway yes oh yeah 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 um i'm also gonna say anything involving kanye west thank you not interested. Nope. There's no call for any of the things that he's done. No. Mm -mm. No. He's a piece of shit. Yes. Let, let people have whatever love interest, religion, anything, whatever that they want. Oh, 100%. The shit that he's pulling now is like dangerous. It's inciting yes. hate and all of the above. I have no time for it. A hundred percent. Yeah. Can't stand that, man. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Most embarrassing moment of the year. Mm. Yeah. Other than the things we've listed for other people? Are we talking about our own? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I assume we're talking about our own. Of course. Well, what do you think yours is? Oof. I mean, I removed my pants last year, so... Yeah, but that, that wasn't embarrassing. That was, you know. No. Um, it was a gift. No. Yeah. Um, oh god. Embarrassing. I mean, I fell recently in a parking lot. <laughs> Oh, and I'm horrified. Yeah, I'm that's bad. Horrified about it? It's probably not embarrassing cuz I don't think anybody saw, but I bounced from the like the second I hit the ground, I bounced up because I didn't want someone to see me 
or come running over and go, oh, my God, are you okay? And then I'm like, oh, God, you did see it. Um, I did debate about showing my leg, but I shouldn't. It's bad. <laughs> I'm so sorry. God damn it's, it. It's it, it, this is this is life after 40. This is what happens. It's it's not great. <laughs> I hear you. It it was bad. I had to go to that same parking lot today and to tell you that I parked on the complete opposite side of where I parked last time. And this time when I was leaving the building, I like took a big breath and then just held it all the way to the car. I it was it was horrifying. But uh I was embarrassed by that. I can't think of anything that I've done that I just like have so little shame that I'm like, I can't think of what it would be. Like I just have <laughs> You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I'm like, well. Sure. Oh, well. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I get that. I love that we're just like, nah. I just take so much for me to be embarrassed. Easily, but there's just, oh, God, it takes so little for me to be embarrassed. But I'm embarrassed by, like, everything. Yeah. Because that's just, I mean, again, I, my most embarrassing story currently that I can think of is falling. And it's like, because I slipped on ice. Oh, I guess the closest I have is when I lurked at that Emmy party because I saw fucking Sebastian Stan talking to um, Oscar Isaac. And so I literally lurked. I just stood three feet away from them and watched them because I was like, this is the hottest thing I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and also, when are you going to get that chance again? 100%. They saw me. They saw me lurking. They knew what I was doing. They knew what I was doing. And they were into it. That's embarrassing. Well, they left. They left shortly after. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's not connected. Um, We hope so. All right. Question three. How would you describe this year in a single word? My answer was challenging. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah. In a single word? Oh, God. It's not as... As great as your word, but I would absolutely say, oh, hard. Yep. That was (laughs) 2022. We've been saying this for a while now. Um, Possibly not on the cast, possibly just to each other. 2022 has been a challenge. Yeah. It's, it's, It's pushed in a lot of ways that it shouldn't have pushed. It's pushed in a lot of ways that the people know about. It's pushed in a lot of ways that the people don't know about. Because yeah. believe it or not, there are some things that we have kept private uh, yes. for, you know, a multitude of reasons. And yeah, it has been a challenge. Um, yeah. And I feel like last year was too, but I guess I'm just trying to be hopeful for 2023. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like this this particular year, uh, and I, I say this uh, jovially, yeah. which it's not because I... <laughs> It's it's one of those because I have to laugh or uh, my brain shuts down. Uh, the closest I, I've ever, like, teetered on a nervous breakdown. Like, Oh, I had one. Yeah. You, like you watched it happen. You watched it happen in real time. I had an actual yeah. nervous breakdown. And then it yeah. got worse. And that's the thing that doesn't make sense to me. But. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, fingers crossed. Yep. That uh, that can be it, and we can just move ahead. Yep. And who knows? 100%. You know? That's 100%. where I'm at. Yep. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. For the sake of uh, spinning it the other way, 
best moment of the year? Ooh, best moment of the year. I love that. What's yours? Do you have one off the top of your head? I should have thought of these things in advance. I should have looked at my own notes. I was up to my elbows in paper mache. Of course. Papier mache, for those who wish. Papier mache. Oh, God. Best moment of the year. Honestly, I think the night that you and I text created Bert and Larry. Oh, yeah. Um, it Like, if I go through um, my Amazon orders, I can see the pieces. Like, I see the sunglasses, the chain, the jacket, the shirt, all of that. I can see it all in one thing, and it makes me laugh so hard. But it was just us trying to, like, come up with their backstory. And you would show me each individual piece that you were buying and being like, well, this feels like a Larry. And, oh, my God. And then you were like, and... He's divorced from Donna and like it just kept going and yeah. it was it just didn't stop and I I uh I look at it fondly is what I'll I I love that. That's a great one. Yeah. I think for me that's definitely up there for me too. I think for me though honestly it was the family it was family feud. It wasn't necessarily sure, you know, the actual gameplay because there was some challenges that happened during that game. Sure. IE we were robbed. Um, <laughs> but we but I did love that whole experience and getting to have that whole experience with my actual family. Because a lot of the, the celebrities that go on Celebrity Family Feud, they just take a group of friends. And I was like, no, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to take my family. Like, that's that's what I want to do. Um, they stacked the deck. They did. They and uh, um, we did not. We did not, but I but I loved it and getting to do it with my parents and you and friend of the podcast Leslie Seiler. It was very meaningful to me. I I that was like a real wonderful experience for me. It meant a lot to hey. me. All right. Well, yeah. on the heels of that, name one thing yeah. you are most proud of this year. Oh, um, I answered. I answered. Yeah, making it through. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. It was a bad year for me. It was a really hard year. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, not easy. Not easy. But another thing, another thing for me is my new TV show uh, premiering February 8th on ABC. I'm not dead yet. I'm also very proud of that. I'm proud of my work on that show. I think that I did some things that are uh, challenged me as an actor, which I'm very excited about. Hey. Yeah. Look at you. Um. Oh, God. Um, I guess, I mean, I'm I'm proud that it didn't go full mental breakdown like I thought it was going to and like it teetered. Yeah. Um, oh, God. I feel, I mean, I don't know if it's if it's the mic's hard talking or not, but I feel our episodes have gone up a notch. Hey, I last love that. year in in terms of like um the writing and the research and the whatnot. Um so yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that. I love that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's me. Um most memorable moment in pop culture. Other than Bert and Larry? <laughs> I like that Bert and Larry are pop culture to you. They are to me. Um, I mean, God, all I can think of is Don't Worry Darling. Because that was so huge. I think that that was probably the most memorable moment 
in general, for me, Harry and Olivia breaking up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Oh, and for me, this isn't really in pop culture, but also discovering that I had worked with Christmas Pinecone's dad. That was a fun yes. moment. Oh, that is nice. Yeah. That is nice. It's nice to know that there's a connection there. And speaking of connections, Mr. Styles. You know, when the tour cools down, let's heat up. <laughs> yes. Oh, I like that. I like that energy. And he will, too. He will. He will, too. I'm in his wheelhouse. Well, we already know that yeah. based on experience. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, hardest you laughed this year. I originally answered every week on this show because that is the truth. <laughs> we laugh a lot on this show, but. We do. I do think if I pinpointed a moment that surpassed the rest. Sure. It, it was our original Bert and Larry commercial record. <laughs> we died. Like, we laughed. Yeah. I was in tears. Like, we were laughing so hard. It was so fun. Mm-hmm. The best. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, God. Um, I mean, Bert and Larry, that first commercial, yeah. Jesus. Um, I think the funniest thing I've ever said is I I need I want five minutes alone with Blanche, but I'm only gonna need two. Um it was <laughs> it might have been my best work <laughs> that I've ever done. You know, um, it, you improvising, yeah. that's the other that's another real that's a highlight of the year for me. Mm -hmm. Someone who's like, I'm not a performer. I'm not an improviser, sure. whatever. We put her in this character. I push her out on stage and what comes out of her mouth? Fucking gold. Every time gold. Every time. That's a I, gift in my life. I couldn't be happier with the wording like, uh, like you're my pageant mom. Yep. And I shove her out on stage and it's gold. That's basically what I did. We all know it and I stand by it and everyone's better for it. And if you don't like Burton Larry, you can you can ride the toe of my boot because it brings us so much fucking joy, uh, and it is ostensibly so funny. Sure, so and funny, hey, so if funny. If you don't, we do so much other stuff. We really do, and sometimes it's nice to do stuff for us so that we can maintain a grip on our own sanity. Yeah, sometimes they come out just to <laughs> to not. Nervous breakdown. Yep. I don't think that's a verb. Well, yeah, could be. Yeah, could be. All right. You yeah. got one last one yeah. there, right? Uh, I do. Biggest lesson learned this year. Ooh, great question. I love this. Do you have one that comes to mind for you? Oh, I mean, I think for me, I don't know if I've officially fully learned it yet. But it feels like it's you gotta you gotta take the take the wins when they come, yep. and you gotta take the breaks when they're offered. Because, yep. gosh, you can head down a bad way. <laughs> yep, when it's just like nonstop work for several weeks, and your brain feels like it's on fire, and you're like, "Yep, this isn't great." So, I would say the lesson is maybe like, take the break. Take the break. Maybe uh, if you need to, like, step back, take a break. Do uh, something that gives you joy. 
you should do something that gives you joy every every day. Yes. Doesn't have to be long. Just something brief that gives you joy. So that this time next year when somebody asks you what was your best moment or your the hardest you've laughed, that it takes you a minute to narrow it down. Yep. And that's where I'm at. I agree, which kind of connects to mine, which is uh, you got to put your own oxygen mask on first. Yeah. Before you can put on anybody else's. Like they always say on a plane. It's like put your put your own on before you put it put one on someone else on a minor or or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think that it's hard sometimes to acknowledge that uh, you know you have to take care of yourself. You have to prioritize yourself, and that's tough. I think it's tough specifically for us. I just don't think we're wired that way. I think we're wired sure. to be empathetic and and uh, you know wanting to give very genuinely but that is the lesson that i definitely have taken away from this year for sure yeah uh well listen to wrap it up holiday hoot nanny three tokyo drift <laughs> which i won't uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to dig through and find all these tokyo drifts to bleep it tokyo drift tokyo drift tokyo drift tokyo drift um and what are we hurting the only and have we done anything fast and the furious in this we have not the oh. whole bit was it made me laugh to think same their third one is called tokyo drift or maybe ours should be too yep and well, i don't know why but god it's guess what our our fourth one may be holiday hootenanny four kingdom of the crystal skull <laughs> <laughs> yeah right oh see that needs to be the bit now yep except how many movies are we're gonna Very end up few. naming them after police academy movies yep Oh, um, boy, yeah. Well, listen, yeah. what I got to ask you is, and I, I believe we, yeah. we talked about this on the last one of these also, is is do you have any New Year's resolutions or hopes for 2023s or anything that's uh, rattling around your, your uh, Google noggin? Noggin Google. Well, noggin Google, yeah, yeah. Well, I I hope that uh, 2023 is, is softer and kinder to you. I hope that too. That's a hope that I have. Um, I just... I I think I would like to take I said it last year as my resolution and uh, didn't do it. Um but I think I'd like to take more more non-work time sometimes. Yep, I think. Um that would be ideal. Sometimes I look at the schedule and I go, "Wowza." Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When uh, what was that uh I think it was like a picture or something that I'd sent you that was like adulthood is just saying like oh well it's been a really crazy week it's fine hopefully it'll turn like things will next week will slow down a bit just saying that over and over until yep. you die yep it's like yep. yeah yeah because something always comes up that's what it 100 percent. but uh taking a little more time to enjoy things outside of work and uh following my own advice of finding joy daily i think Getting the yayas out, 100%. even brief, just a small amount of joy, even if it's dancing to Harry Styles in your kitchen or what it may be. Whatever brings you joy, hell yeah, you know, yeah. Yep. That's where I'm at. I love that. Uh, I think for me, I think last year I talked about like no longer giving a shit, like giving not giving a shit what people think anymore, yeah. and that I have 
I have worked very hard at. It's not easy. Uh, I think I accomplished it by the end of this year. I think it took me the whole year, but I think I accomplished it. Um, Going into next year, more travel, more trips, more more memories to be made, you know? I feel like uh, that's something that I've never really prioritized. Every time I try to take a trip, it gets torpedoed by work and that maybe I just need to, like, really carve out time. Um, Sure. You know? That's that's a big thing. And it's it's also uh yeah, I think it it is it is the self-care. It is it is and I think self-care is an overused term in general, but I think for me it's that it's like I need to or, or I would like to, for example, every year one of my new year's resolutions is I will hire a a house cleaner to come in once a week and I've never done it. Sure. I'm like the only person in Hollywood who doesn't have have a cleaning person um and i every year i say it this is gonna i think this is gonna have to be the year give myself the break let someone do it for you ask for the help you know yes yeah and hey while you're traveling if you need i can see if you can pop in and play some uh nintendo olympics i'd love that to see if they're still around. I'd love that very much. Yeah. Uh, dear listeners, thank you so much for joining us on Holiday Hootenanny Street Tokyo Drift. We're so glad that you're here. If you haven't already, give us a follow on the socials on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at True Crime and Cocktails, on Twitter at Not Detectives. And if you'd like some more uh, content like this, uh, a little bit of true crime, a little bit of chuckleheads, all of the above, go over to patreon.com slash Cocktails and learn more about our subscription service over there. It's a lot of fun. And the only place for official True Crime and Cocktails merch is, of course, truecrewmerch.com. So check that out as well if you're interested. Christy, do you want to tell the people about next week's episode? Well, there isn't one. That's it. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Yeah. We're uh, we're going to take a, a, a small bit of time off yes. for the sake of the holiday and we've been working pretty nonstop for the last like several months, yes, twelve-ish months-ish. Uh, so we're going to take a little time, but don't fret; we will be back on January seventeenth, hundred percent. And I know that's going to sound to some people like a very long break, but just remember yes. that break, taking that level of break, means that we're still back two weeks prior to that date doing what we do and getting everything going. So uh, along the lines of our New Year's resolutions, it's important to us to be able to take a little bit of time and actually have at least one week off, which we've never really been able to achieve in over two years. Um, So we're excited about that. Uh, If you're looking for things to do, catch up on their back episodes, give something a re-listen, or come over to Patreon. There's uh, tons of episodes over there for you to listen to as well. I think we're at I think at this point we're at almost a hundred bonus episodes in our catalog on sure. Patreon. So there's lots to get dig through over there if you are interested. Christy, do you want to say goodnight to the people? Good night, flesh mittens. <laughs> Good night, Harry Styles. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Allow your imagination to be piqued by stories that are brought to life through captivating sound design, eerie soundscapes, and dynamic performances. 
As an Audible member, you'll be able to keep your heart rate up month after month because you can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. If you're in the mood for a shocking psychological thriller, check out None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. Embrace brand new exclusive thrillers from bestselling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. That's audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500.